0: I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn, because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. And welcome everyone to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I'm so grateful to have you all here Today, we are talking about the summer solstice. Now, this podcast is going out on Monday. The solstice is on June 21st. Uh, Some people say the 20th, some say the 21st. I think it depends on what part you celebrate. But the solstice is a high point of powerful energy, powerful energy. And it is this like, burst of frequency, burst of consciousness, burst of light, because during the summer solstice, now this is for us in the Northern Hemisphere, during the summer solstice, we have the longest day of the year. So it's usually around like 16 and a half hours of daylight. Again, this completely depends on where you live. So I'm giving the like average, but it is the longest day of the year. And these energies are... um bringing in maximum power, maximum light, and maximum heat, again, in the Northern Hemisphere, that really, in our body, they invoke this time of action because of this this influx of frequency. And basically, there are these receptors in our retinas that conduct the light information, which stimulates a reset of our circadian rhythm, our our 24-hour rhythm. And this increase in energy gives us this really high powered action motivation and the reason why this is so cool this year is because so many of you have been working on your manifestation and the universe has been working on bringing in those manifestations so when you pair that with the influx of increased energy during the summer solstice this is like high power time especially for light workers like this is such a cool time so some of the things to do With the solstice energy is, um, again, depending on where you live and what you can access is get outside, be outside during the solstice energy. If you can, it's so valuable being outside, spending time with Gaia, with mother earth, with flowers, trees, plants, nature. If you can go for a walk in nature on that day, or maybe by the shoreline, um, You know, anywhere where there's an amplification of frequency, either where two environments meet, again, like where the water meets the shore, where the mountains are high up in the air and the sky, uh, maybe where like the trees meet the meadow, anything where you can like cross a liminal space like that, there's an extra power in there. As well, staying up all night. Some people find staying up all night during the solstice is such a powerful thing to do because you honor that total like maximal sunlight Uh, even when you go into the darkness of the night. Another thing that's really powerful is amplifying your crystals. Having your crystals out to kind of drink up all the energy of sunlight is so powerful. As well are any kind of like ritual bath, um, honoring the light, honoring fire magic. So maybe you stay up all night and you have a fire in your yard, if you're allowed, of course. Um, and honoring it that way. There's so many ways to honor the energy of the solstice. So it's really worth it. Also getting into kind of like more primal energies too. So whether that be um, connecting to your sexual self, connecting to your sort of like animalistic nature. And the way that I want to describe that from the imagery I'm getting right now is like drumming Maybe you sit in a drum circle. Maybe you're stomping your feet in the earth bare feet. But like this more kind of rhythmic, animalistic type energy, this root chakra, primal energy connects you deeply to Gaia's frequency, Mother Earth. And when you do that in connection to the summer solstice, it's like this massive amplification of your frequency your spiritual self. So whichever way it draws you to it, there's it, there's worth. It's worthwhile exploring because it's a beautiful frequency to work with. So this essentially, this kind of consistent uh, increase in consistent hours of solar energy brings us increase in consistent hours of solar consciousness, which we have talked about. This is. Um, Essentially, upgrades, significant upgrades. And the cool thing is, too, is that these upgrades happen all summer. The more time spent in the sun, again, always practicing safe sun care, but the more time spent in the sun, the more you can increase that energetic upgrade for not only just your body, but your consciousness. Now, when I mean more time spent in the sun, I'm meaning like conscious time where you are. You could be out in the sun for maybe only half an hour, but in that half an hour, you're connecting with the energy of it and really breathing it in. That's a really powerful thing. Um, I will be putting out a podcast soon on the solar flares to talk about this. So uh, it'll be a beautiful addition to what we're talking about today. Um, Now, in earlier times, the summer solstice was marked by like the beginning of a season that contained... Bounty, abundance, beauty, possibility, creation. And so, again, this is all amplified. These ideas are amplified. So, any manifestation or intention setting that you do in the three days before and the three days after, so essentially kind of this whole week, will be magnified by the energy of the sun and its presence right now. And so, why does this really matter? This is where we kind of get into this, um, talk about this liminal space where all things are possible. So during the summer solstice, the reason why people do these rituals or these, this time spent connecting to flowers, uh, earth, Gaia, crystals, is because it connects into that liminal space. And that liminal space in folklore is the space where spirits and fairies can more easily cross into this realm. Now, this does not mean you have to believe in fairies. Many people just cannot wrap their head around it. And that is okay. But what it is, is this space that is being given the description of the fairy realm is this beautiful liminal space that essentially has a power-packed boost of energy. It is where we are able to move beyond just the understanding of the four elements and move into the understanding of the ether the part of that fifth part of the elements, that fifth element that connects all of them together. And in that, we are all connected. And so you could almost see it like a neural network. So if each neuron is an element, earth, air, fire, or water, but then that part that connects that neuron to the next neuron being that liminal space, that would be like the ether. Now, when we understand the power in that liminal space, we understand how we can take the regular frequency of the elements in 3D and move them into our consciousness of 5D. Now, what this means is this is where transformation happens. This is where thought can absolutely permeate and move with ether to manipulate elements. So an extreme example of this would be somebody that could manipulate water. Um if we see it in the movies all the time where you know somebody has these magical powers and they can draw water and create a water spout and spin it over someone's house and then drop it, right? The way in which that would be possible would be to get into the ether, the spaces between each water molecule, each element piece and spin it or bend that connection into a spiral, which would then pick the water up into a spiral. And then when that ether is released, the water would drop, right? So that's an example of this concept. So the energy of the summer solstice connecting to this realm allows us more access into the ether, meaning you have a greater connection to the elements, which is why the summer solstice is considered such a magical time. Magic is such a common, common word. So if we take this energy of ether and we apply it to our physical body during the summer solstice, we have a greater ability to transform our physical body, which is why spending time in nature energetically is doing a whole ton for our body because our body is really open to it. The ether, the energetics that connect one cell to another is open to transformation. And Gaia, Mother Earth, has such a beautiful frequency that we can connect into it so much more. And so when we realize this, when we make this a conscious understanding, we then bring the possibility into our body. And when we bring that possibility into our body, the spirit of consciousness, of Gaia, can move in harmony with our body. And so what this does is this is a beautiful time for awakening dormant DNA cells. These beautiful genetic codes from the library within the lineages that we are connected to can be awakened, can come online. And also, this is a beautiful time for awakening the crystalline DNA that surrounds our DNA and is waiting to be ignited. Some people see that as like another helix that surrounds or runs parallel to our um, physical helix, if you will. But it it is the spiritual aspect of us. So when that crystalline aspect comes online, our frequencies go much higher, meaning our access to all things—spirit, consciousness, manifestation, manipulation of elements—comes online. And this is all part of the process of ascension. So again, this is why summer solstice is considered such an unbelievably sacred time. When you spend time in this thought or pondering these things— during this massive uh, extended amount of solar light, it allows your body and your mind and your spirit, mostly your body and your mind because your spirit already knows this, but to drink in the, these understandings, to bring this into your known consciousness. And the neat thing is, is once your mind decides that something is known, it then decides it is possible. And the minute we give permission with our brains that something is possible, it can be created energetically. So if there's deep healing you're wanting to do, there's a piece that needs to believe that it is possible. And I'm not saying it's just as simple as like, oh, this is possible. Here it is. Because sometimes we might try to think that, but we don't quite believe it fully yet. And there's a transformation that happens when we fully end up believing something. So... There's a process to that, but this can help amplify that process to it. And so anchoring your energy into Gaia and continually coming back to a place of love and compassion for self and others can really help anchor in this higher frequency so that what you experience during the solstice can really be anchored into your being or embodied. And we've talked a lot about embodiment. Last year, that was such a key theme from Spirit was embodiment. And so taking that understanding and bringing it into your body where you become it, it becomes you, you believe it, it then can be created. So this liminal space, this folklore, spirit realm, fairy realm, ether, however you want to see it, is like an added nitrous boost to a race car. It really, we are getting this nitrous boost of ascension, consciousness, open mindedness, creativity, new ideas when we tap into it. So then, if I come back to the idea of how I was kind of talking about this like primal energy, when we tap into the frequencies of Gaia, the frequencies of the sun coming down in the solar energy, and we do that in a very primal way, meaning a very simplistic way, a very natural way. And again, I just keep being shown like stomping feet, which is why when people dance around a fire and stomp their feet, like it's more than just the dance. They're connecting to these massive frequencies that has an ability to really, uh, add this nitrous boost to our ascension. And remember, however you ascend, That frequency or that possibility then flows into the collective pool of ascension and others can draw from it. So think of it this way if you choose all by yourself to do something sacred, and maybe it's just a sacred bath, maybe it is a sacred meditation, maybe you do light a fire and you dance around the fire all night, whatever it is, big or small, what you do has an effect on what goes into that collective pool of ascension. And therefore, makes it more easily accessible for others who are on their ascension path. It means the thoughts and the possibilities are already there because you helped to bring it in. So what you do really makes a difference. So when we do this and we know this, we then sometimes can feel like we're more a part of a team. And when we work on behalf of a team, sometimes we're more willing Whereas if it's just for ourself, we're like, nah, I'm not going to bother. I don't need to do that. But when you know that what you do really affects the collective ascension pool or well, it has a bigger impact. So consider how you can do something, even just a thought, a conscious moment of thought on the solstice to add your flavor to the mix for the collective of humanity, because now is really the time. It is a magical, sacred time. And that's why it has been talked about in folklore, in myths, in pagan rituals, in stories from way back. As long as we've had you know, conscious content, like written content on this planet, in scrolls, sacred texts, grimoires, all of this is because there is a known power of this time. And so we can tap into it and we can tap into it in a very modern way. We can tap into it with ancient ceremonies and rituals. We can tap into it with just even a thought of gratitude for where you are at this time. That gratitude goes in the collective pool. And maybe when somebody else drinks from that pool or that well, they drink in that piece of gratitude. And therefore they're like, I can have gratitude for this moment. It makes a difference. So my encouragement for all of you and from my guides, honestly, um is really to give yourself a moment of something, this solstice, create it in whichever way you want, but give yourself permission for at least a moment of consciousness and see what that brings in for you. Because here's the last part. When you give yourself that moment of conscious intention or gratitude, You then amplify your manifestation ability. It always comes around in cycles. What you put out, you get back. And if we compare this to tarot cards, this would be like the six of pentacles. The energy that you give out in terms of pentacles, you will then also be given back by the universe in terms of pentacles. Now, pentacles can represent uh, material things, money, but they're really like tangible things you do in this 3D world. What you put out, you will then also get back. I guess we could compare it to karma a little bit. Um, But what you do with your energy really matters. And so it's a neat time to see how that plays out for you. So I would encourage you to look at it that way as well. So all to say, I hope you all have an amazing solstice uh, in whichever way you celebrate. May you celebrate within your heart space feeling connected to all things, to all elements, to the ether, to all possibilities of healing, growth, ascension, change, gratitude, transformation, you name it. May you feel worthy enough to allow yourself to feel connected into all of it because you are. And it's just your own mind and consciousness that has to allow you to be there. So I hope you find yourself there on this solstice. So thank you all so much for joining me as always. I hope you have a wonderful week, wonderful manifestations, and I look forward to connecting with all of you next week. Have a good one.